Hey guys, welcome back to Quick Take. This is your host, John Sherrod, and uh, let's see how this goes tonight. I am currently recording this while lying on the couch with a one-year-old sleeping on my chest, and I think if I move her, she's going to get upset. So, um, But hey, that's one of the, the cool things about using Anchor to record your podcast is that since all you're using is your iPhone with the built-in microphone, you can kind of do this anywhere. But uh, never never recorded the uh, podcast lying down, so we'll, we'll kind of see how this goes. But uh, I wanted to talk today a little bit about HomePod, and uh, because it's been in the news, um, and I don't know that I've really talked much or maybe at all about HomePod. I may, I probably talked about it uh, last summer in my recapping WWDC episode, but I have the memory of a goldfish anyway, and can barely remember what I talked about uh, on a podcast I may have recorded two days ago. So, um, but. You know, HomePod is an interesting product. Um, if you're not familiar with it, it's it's boy, my my brain wants to say smart speaker, but that's probably not the way Apple necessarily wants you to think about it. But it's a little cylinder that kind of looks a lot like the um, much derided uh, trash can shaped Mac Pro, but a cylinder shaped speaker system uh, with you know with 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 a whole array of built in speakers. Um, that is a standalone unit that you communicate with um, audibly. Um, you can also, you know, airplay music to it or airplay audio from an Apple TV, that sort of thing. But you know, one of the main, uh, if not the main, interaction model for HomePod is that you actually speak to it, um, and so it's got Siri built in, but a Siri that's very much built around the idea of music. And um, I think. Uh, well, let me get into the, the most recent news before I kind of get some backdrop on that. But there's been a, a couple of reports uh, that have come out in the last couple of days that suggest that HomePod has not been selling well. Um, this thing just came out at the beginning of February. It was first announced last year at the Worldwide Developers Conference. Um, but uh, these new reports suggest that it hasn't been selling well and has not been uh, the success that Apple hoped it would be. Now, again, whenever we, you know, we've got to remember that, uh, Apple doesn't usually talk about sales figures. Um, so, and, and they have definitely not talked about it. You know, in other words, the, the, you know, this, this news such as it is, is not coming from Apple. It's, uh, you know, people familiar with the matter as these reports will say, or maybe people in retail channels, or there was, uh, I, I believe a couple of reports out of the Asian supply chain, uh, that sort of thing that maybe indicates that Apple has reduced some orders for it, uh, that sort of thing. So, again, always always take that with some skepticism or a grain of salt. But um, if these reports are true, uh, it, it honestly kind of matches up with what I feared was going to happen uh, with this thing. Um, because the, the context that HomePod came out in is that there has been all this uh, discussion in the tech press uh, for the last couple of years about the smart speaker market. And that was something that, um, you know, of course, Apple has had Siri um, going back several years now. Um, but uh, the smart speaker thing really came about when Amazon introduced its Echo uh, speaker device a few years ago. And they have, uh, you know, continued iterating on that. And then they introduced the Echo Dot, the, the small much less expensive uh, version. Uh, Google has a product like this as well, and Samsung and some other companies. But you know, th- this is a category of devices that are primarily built around having um, you know a physical little digital assistant in the room that you can just speak to and ask it questions, and it'll answer them for you. Um, so 
you know, whereas, um, you know, Apple has always looked at Siri as uh, really sort of an accessory for um, its devices, primarily uh, the iPhone, which is where it debuted, but it's also expanded to um, iPad, um, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and, and finally the Mac. And so all these different Apple devices have Siri built in. Um, and these other companies, a lot of them don't have devices like that. And so they, they built these devices specifically for um, these, smart, these smart assistants. And um, it, it, at first, I, I, I'll be totally honest, I mostly dismissed these products. Uh, didn't really see a whole lot of utility in them. And honestly, still don't to some degree, but I've kind of come around a little bit. Uh, and I think that's mostly because, um, you know, being more of an Apple-centric um, electronics consumer, you know, I'm used to having Siri built into all my devices. So there's a sense in which Siri is always with me. So I've always kind of felt, well, um, you know, is there a need to have a dedicated device in the home when I can just speak to Siri on my uh, iPhone or on my Apple Watch, uh, that sort of thing. Um, and I think also at first there was more uh, media hype in the tech press given to these smart uh, assistant devices than there was consumer demand. But I think the consumer demand and interest has caught up. And, you know, Amazon in particular has done a masterful job of, of marketing these devices. Um, you know, Amazon, of course, everyone's on Amazon. And so you see these ads constantly. And now with the Echo Dot, they've gotten it down to 50 bucks. And so it's just like they're practically giving them away. Um, and, of course, much has been made about the fact that, obviously, you know, with Amazon, um, uh you know, it, it, it lowers the friction involved in, in making a purchase. And so that's kind of the angle, one of the main angles that Amazon has uh, for their thing. And Google is a search company and, you know, they make, you know, they monetize ads and different things like that. And, and um, so, you know, getting data about what people are searching for, even in the aggregate, helps them with their, um, you know, the advertising um, business that they have. Uh, whereas Apple's more in, uh, in the device, uh, game. Um, and so they don't, uh, you know, they, I, you know, personally, I feel a lot safer about Apple in terms of privacy than I do these other companies because Apple has just made a bigger deal out of privacy, um, to the, to the extent that if they ever have a big, um, issue where they have, they, they're proven not to have, uh, been as serious about that as they say, they're going to have a lot of egg on their face, uh, because of just how far they've gone into, making a big deal out of privacy. But all that to say, um, there's been so much interest in the smart speaker device, and that's really the, conte- the context in which the, the HomePod came to market. But it's not the focus of the HomePod from Apple's point of view. So th- one of the concerns that I've had with HomePod from the beginning is um, I'm not sure it's really what uh, the market is expecting. You know, And again, a lot of that is driven by what the tech press talks about, but but you know so much of the discussion the last couple of years has been when is Apple going to come out with one of these smart these smart assistant devices these smart speaker products like the Amazon Echo or you know whatever Google calls their thing I don't even remember, um, and when HomePod debuted it did have Siri built in and it can do a lot of this, those kind of tasks. Um, but Apple is really pitching this thing as a music device first and foremost. And when they have um, done a lot of marketing around Siri, even it's been around using Siri to control your HomePod uh, for playing for playing music. So, um, you know, the, one of my big concerns with HomePod is it's it doesn't seem like it's what 
the market is looking for. Certainly, there's a market for uh, speakers uh, out there, um, but it's more of a niche market, whereas these smart speakers from Amazon and Google are, are, are casting a wide net and trying to be an everything to everybody kind of device. And, um, you know, it, it, it's hard to say. We, you know, we don't know what Apple's sales estimates were, what they were expecting or hoping to get out of this thing, um, you know. But, again, it just seems like this is not a product built for a, a giant audience. Um, and at the price that it's at, when you compare it to, you know, there's no comparison to the Echo Dot, which is 50 bucks. Um, you know, but that's also not a device that is uh, got a great speaker built into it. Uh, you know, currently there, there isn't a device in the Echo range that matches or comes close to matching the HomePod in terms of sound quality. Um, so... You know, one of the questions that I have is, you know, what is Apple's long-term bet with HomePod? Um, is HomePod meeting their expectations? And if not, do they discontinue it at some point? Um, do they kind of retool? Or do they come out with, uh, there has been some talk that maybe they will introduce a lower-cost, lower-end HomePod-like device. And if they do, um, you know, is that one that's going to still, you know, remain mostly music focused or will Apple use that to pivot more into the overall smart speaker thing? So many questions about that, you know, from the time that Apple first developed HomePod, which, which was, which is, which has gone back years to now, uh, do they now realize that maybe they bet on the wrong strategy and that they really should have focused more on making it about Siri as a digital assistant rather than a music device? I don't know. We'll see. And of course, it's, it's entirely possible that uh, these reports are wrong and that HomePod has been selling well and that Apple has got a success on their hands. There's just so much we don't know right now. But kind of taking, but you know, mostly for, for the purposes of this episode as a thought exercise, I'm taking these reports at face value that HomePod is not doing well. And um, this whole product uh, project from Apple from start to finish has reminded me so much about the iPod Hi-Fi um, which you may or may not be familiar with the iPod Hi-Fi because um, it was there and then it was gone, uh, seemingly. Um, they sold it from uh, over a course of only about 18 months from 2006 to 2007. And that was a product that was uh, not a smart speaker, but it was a speaker system that was meant for you to, to, to plop your iPod onto. So this was back when the iPod uh, was the king of electronics and uh, just before the iPhone came to market. Um, and um, I worked in, in Apple retail at the time. And, you know, this, this, ca- this, this came into a, uh, a market where uh, iPod speaker docks were huge. I mean, they were one of the biggest things that, um, uh, that we sold, a, a very popular accessory. And the Bose sound dock was kind of the king of those at the time. And, uh, you know, I think uh, Apple saw an opening for it to make a device like that, which was something that was highly sought after um, and, you know, keep all the profits instead of making a little bit off of, uh, you know, selling uh, products from other companies in their stores. And uh, the iPod Hi-Fi, um, I didn't own one. Um, and I don't own a HomePod now, um, but uh, I, I loved it. Um, it sounded phenomenal. It looked incredible, although it was uh, big and bulky compared to pretty much all of its competitors. So that was one thing against it. Um, and it's, it's funny, there's just so many parallels because, um, you know, it came out, it, 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 it was not a big hit. It was discontinued after 18 months. Again, assuming we're taking these recent reports about the HomePod at face value, 
Uh, again, um, Apple focusing on the sound quality, incredible sound quality, um, but maybe not a hit, maybe not just not meeting with success in the marketplace. And, um, you know, similarly, you know, if you go into an Apple store now, um, instead of playing music over the, the in-store, you know, in-ceiling speakers like they typically do, uh, they're playing music off of the HomePod to, you know, to get you to listen to it and hear how good it sounds. And Apple did the same thing with the iPod Hi-Fi uh, back for a time um, when, uh, when, when they were trying to market it. And it's funny, I, this little anecdote I'll tell, um, we had uh, maybe three of the iPod Hi-Fi st- uh, stayed throughout the store, each of them with an iPod playing music. And we had one very close to the kids' table. And uh, in the, the, you know, just default music we had uh, on the iPods was uh, uh, James Blunt's You're Beautiful. And uh, if, you've, if you've only ever heard the radio edit of that song, you may not know that in the, the non-radio edit, uh, there's a bad word. There's actually an F-bomb in that song. And uh, the iPods that were connected to the iPod Hi-Fi's in the Apple retail stores had the non-radio edit version. And again, there was one sitting right next to the kids' area. So um, all of us would kind of be on the lookout because we kind of knew the order of the tracks on the iPod because we just heard them so many times as it played in a loop. And whenever that song came on, we could just jump up and skip to the next song <laughs> so that uh, the kids wouldn't hear that word. But uh, hopefully they don't have anything like that on the, the iPod, um, uh, the, the, the HomePod. Excuse me, I'm getting my... Getting these products confused are so similar in my mind, and hopefully they don't have anything like that on the uh, the HomePod uh, in the rotation at the Apple stores today. But um, so I don't know. It's a fascinating product. Again, I don't have any, um, and I don't really have a place for it in my house. I have a, a fairly small house, and and in my living room, honestly, my home stereo is my TV, um, my Apple TV. I'll just go into the music app and uh, play music uh, from my collection or through Apple Music, and that is how we listen to music in our home is that way. Um, so I don't really have a place for a, a HomePod, and I, I don't really want, you know, I don't really want to spend $350 on a speaker, truth be told. Maybe if I had a room where it made more sense, um, that'd be one thing. Another thing with HomePod that may contribute to a lack of um, early success anyway is that... You know, some of the most exciting features of the HomePod um, haven't debuted yet. Uh, when Apple first announced it, they, they made a big deal out of uh, the fact that you could uh, bring two HomePods in your house and they would just automatically connect with each other and pair with each other and, uh, and, and automatically figure out how to be a stereo pair. And, uh, and that feature has not come to market yet, uh, nor has the multi-room audio. That was another thing. You could have multiple HomePods throughout your house and be playing multi-room audio to all of them. And that's great if you have a lot of people over. Um, you can have you know music playing in multiple rooms, and that feature has not come out yet. So, um, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe when uh, Apple does get those features rolled out, that they'll have some more success. I just hope it's not too late. Um, I you know even even though I don't have one, I'm rooting for the success of the HomePod because I think it is a great device. It sounds phenomenal if you haven't heard one. Um, and so I hope Apple sticks with it and figures out a way to make it successful. Uh, again, long term, it's going to be really interesting to see if they, if there are any other devices in the HomePod family. Again, if there's a lower cost HomePod that comes out, and it'll be really interesting to see if Apple either supplements the HomePod line or abandons it in favor of something that is more like 
a dedicated Siri, almost like, again, like an Echo Dot type device that's just for Siri. And I'll t- I do plan to talk more about Siri later because there's obviously also a larger conversation to be had about Siri and its quality and how it compares to uh, Amazon's Alexa and Google's digital assistant. I don't even know what they call it. Samsung's Bixby, that sort of thing. There's um, a lot of conversation to be had there. Uh, so, so I'll talk more about that at a later date, but just wanted to uh, throw up a podcast and talk a little bit about HomePod. Um, if you have any thoughts, if you have a HomePod, I'd love to hear from you. Or um, if you have any questions about this or any other topic, um, again, if, you know, you don't have to download the Anchor app and make a podcast yourself. Although if you want to, it's a super easy way to get into it. But you can download the Anchor app for free in the uh, iPhone app store and you can record a voicemail and send it to me, and I can actually re- uh, include it in an upcoming episode of the show. So if you have a question, you can record that, send it to me through Anchor, and I can include that in the show and then answer it. Also, if you're enjoying the show, um, you know, please consider uh, going into the Apple Podcasts app or iTunes on your computer and uh, give me a five-star rating. Uh, that really helps a lot because um, you know, the five-star ratings you know, kind of help the podcast rise up in um, – in the iTunes um, algorithm to, to, to get to more people. And I just love to continue growing the podcast. So thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time.